0: To build the maximum amount of muscle in the shortest period of time, you think heavy weight training is required, or can we go lighter on the weight training? Focus on the pump, focus on, focus on the blood volume. I mean, because we are using performance-enhancing drugs and all right. these and all these experiments, right. and so you know, one theory is you just got to put pump the drugs into the muscle, and the other theory would be you got to create as much damage as possible. And then the question is, what type of damage and what type of stimulation yeah. creates? That damage and stimulation, both.
1: Well, let me start by answering one small question you didn't ask, uh, which is damage actually has nothing to do with growth. In fact, damage must be it must be attenuated first before growth can start. So, muscle protein synthesis, when there's no damage, happens in a 36-hour window we know this from muscle biopsy studies. But if there's a damage component, that could be put off maybe by 12 hours or something like that. So what you wanna do is actually have training that induces zero damage. And the damage really occurs at the bottom of things, right here. This is, this is what you want to go lighter with, and that's part of why I developed X3 was because we, we go much easier on the joints where the damage comes from. By the way, lactic acid is something you cannot feel. You know, and people are like, oh, I got a lot of lactic acid yeah, in so the muscles. that burn. No, <laughs> no, no. You just <laughs> fucked everything up by going heavy in the weaker range of motion and you created muscle damage. Now, uh, Wait, distance
2: runners get more muscle damage than bodybuilders do. I think the terminology to damage versus what I think you're trying to say to uh, micro tears. Yeah, micro That's
0: what I'm talking. About. That's that's what we're referring yeah, to. Yeah, it's damage.
2: got nothing to do. And there's two great studies
1: that show that because uh, you know, like people who are doing the same exact workout like week after week after week, they stop getting sore and no damage occurs, they grow faster. So this is part of why like muscle confusion doesn't work, and that's there's that's been well proven also. So you you get you can get to a position lifting regular weights or you can strategically load the body with heavier loads in the stronger ranges of motion medium loads in the middle and light loads at the bottom which is the only thing i do so that i'm getting tremendous forces at very high repetition numbers uh with a lot less joint damage so that i can get the benefit of heavy And ultimately, I know there's a lot of guys who use performance enhancing drugs and they don't go very heavy.
0: Uh, You got to go heavy. A heavy but a limited range of motion in the safer part of the range of motion for the body and where the muscle is strongest.
1: I would vary resistance, but yes. I mean, ultimately, yeah. Like, Like the... Putting the heaviest forces
0: through a muscle is gonna have the greatest influence on its mass. And the lactic acid the, the feeling that we think is lactic acid is actually what? What just is damage. causing that pain? Just, just damage. Yeah. But it, but it's an accumulation, it goes away quickly, though. It's it's something building up quickly and going away quickly. And yeah. and, and that's yeah. a result of sort of metabolic fatigue like burning of the fuel like the the higher reps usually cause more of that you'd that be surprised
1: burn. you'd be surprised you can do you can use variable resistance go very high repetitions with a very high load and you will not be sore so it really has to do with the weaker ranges of motion because remember when you're in a weaker range of motion you're firing very little of the pectoral like it's very inefficient right here it's super efficient right here so when we like whatever that load is so part of part of what the discovery with the medical device was was i discovered that we're seven times more powerful here than we are here so we got to change the weight as we move so we use a lighter weight here we use a normal weight here and we use a super fucking heavy weight here and so as long as we can get to that curve because that's the normal strength curve and Pretty much every movement in the body, with the exception of the bent row, which actually looks more like a sine wave. So it looks more like that. Uh, like the middle is, like the bicep and the lat kind of have a crossover in the middle. So right about here in the row is where you're actually the most powerful, not here. Where, where your, your uh, lats are, and biceps are short. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. So in, th- in that, th- that movement, you just work the middle mm-hmm. repetitions. Uh, more So I might do like 10 repetitions in the full range or 15 repetitions in the full range. And then I might do 25 in the mid range. Mm-hmm. And then of course, I can't move.
0: So muscles, you, you don't think post-workout muscle soreness is a requirement for muscle
1: Absolutely soreness. not. I, I've, in the first two years of X3, I put on 45 pounds of muscle, lost 16 pounds of body fat. I never got sore one time. You were training
2: just normal before, just weights before? Yeah, for
1: 20 years I was training with weights and I didn't really get much out of it. It Because I had just TRT. Do you think any
2: of it has to do when you're doing the bands, because I've seen the way you were doing that, the isolation that you're getting from that, Mm -hmm. meaning it's easier for you to connect the two muscles that you're working.
1: It's easy, so when I'm doing that chest press, yeah, I'm really focused on bringing the elbow about a 45 degree angle here. And then bringing the humerus toward the middle of the body so what am i doing i'm focusing on the pectoral why can i do that when i'm holding such a heavy weight because i'm not worried about dropping anything like because ultimately when somebody's lifting weights they're at risk and you know when the, when when we were 16 years old and we started lifting the weights weren't really heavy enough to be a problem if you dropped them but you know you turn 17 or 18 and all of a sudden now those weights are heavy and now you're very cognizant of okay if I drop that on myself it's gonna hurt if I drop it on someone else it could really hurt them I don't want to do that and so your subconscious is kind of holding you back
2: uh I think that's one of the biggest things that I see is you're so worried about just getting the weight up, you start losing the connection between the two. Totally. And then people build bad habits as they go along.
1: Yeah, and they don't they do not do constant tension. They lock out at the top. Mm-hmm. Yet, you just turn the muscle off right there. You never want to so do angry. that. Yeah.
0: Okay. I was thinking for a second that the fear of the weight causing you injury would cause the adrenaline and the increased activation and and more strength Mm -hmm. and more muscle growth, but Mm -hmm. at the compromise of the mind-muscle connection and actually
2: activating the muscle that we're trying to work. Adrenaline will eat your tissue though. If you're you're in Adrenaline
1: is not anabolic.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Not (laughs) at all. Yeah, your cortisol will match that. That's right. So my thing would be just to clarify, for what you were saying, damage, what is it if it's not the damage that's causing it? The final, I guess, term that you would use: what's causing the actual fiber to grow after that? If we're using the term damage, using <laughs> saying protein cell, or that one cell, and then so, causing damage. I mean,
0: we could say stimulation, but more specifically, what is the stimulation that causes the muscle growth? Then?
2: So there's,
0: oh God, you guys ask like the best questions.
1: Um, so there's really there's three ways to get stronger. There's two ways to grow a muscle. I'll cover the one that has nothing to do with growth. So in a powerlifting gym like this, a super training, a lot of the guys here are doing very explosive movements to win contests, right? Mm -hmm. They're moving in a very abrupt manner and they're using momentum. So what is a physiological change? They're not really building mass so much. They're training the body to fire more musculature in a shorter period of time and they're also wiring that with movement patterns so momentum they're able to use momentum so that is a neurological change so it's just straight up how quickly can we flip the switch on certain muscle cells and turn them on so powerlifting training is great with that gymnasts are great with that like they are lightning to turn things on because of the way they when they hit the ground they've got to switch everything on instantaneously you know in a, in a hundredth of a second and you know it takes years to train to be able to like do a dismount from the uneven bars uh, things like that so that's the one-way strength comes on that actually has no influence on mass
2: whatsoever. You think that has an effect in wrestling too? Because when you see the physiques of wrestlers and the way they're built and the explosiveness, typically totally. fighters when they fight a wrestler, they always say the amount of power they have versus yeah. even boxers. Yep,
1: yep. Understand it, 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 it has to do with the the explosiveness. Okay. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> then, then we have myofibril growth. So that is the uh i won't say one is superior to the other but that is the super high power to weight ratio type musculature uh that's more like a a bodybuilder gets some of that especially if they train heavy and uh a gymnast will get a lot of that too and so like that really has to do with fatiguing the structure of the muscle before you run out of fuel in the muscle so very heavy you know these are the guys who do like five reps or something like that very very heavy um now like part of what what i did with x3 is that i'm able to exhaust in that stronger range of motion but i still have atp glycogen and creatine phosphate so the first phase of fatigue is in that stronger range of motion as soon as i can't get